Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today I am here with my sweet new friend, Shanae, and she is going to talk to us about her pageant journey and her experience as Miss USA. So Shanae, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, good morning, Elizabeth. I'm so happy to be here uh, to tell you about myself. You know, this is my 25th anniversary, so pretty fun. I it was a different day and age back then, as you all know. I currently am a mom. Uh, I am a medically trained esthetician. I have boy-girl twins, by the way, a single mom. I'm very proud. Uh, I've been a medically trained esthetician for many years once I left Los Angeles. Uh, However, I did work in television for many years. I was actually on television when I won Miss USA. Uh, I think that was a little rare back then. I came in working every day on ESPN2 uh, on a fitness show that was recorded in Jamaica, and that was a five-year contract. So I got into the pageant really hoping to further uh, my career as Halle Berry and a lot of the USA system. Girls do, women go into the industry. That was really something I was hoping, being a complete jock coming out of college. I was not a pageant-perfect person, as everyone knows. And I went on to work in television after that. So um, basically, my television career, which we can go into, changed when I lost my hearing. I have health conditions. I have the onset of Meniere's disease and also an acoustic neuroma, vestibular schwannoma, which is a brain tumor. Um, It is not life-threatening. However, I've been keeping an eye on it for seven years. Uh, I am where bilateral hearing aids made by Signia, which has just been a life-changing experience having them because I can communicate with you all right now. So I am ambassador for them. I'm a medically trained esthetician. As I'm a single mom, I'm also, uh, I was a real estate agent. I work with a family business and commercial real estate. So I have a lot of wonderful things. I sell things not online, which I might start talking about because I never have, which is interesting. I I sell skincare and hair care and some things that have been um, more health related that I've been doing in my personal life. And I do it one-on-one with my clients and not necessarily online. So we'll see what we'll do about that. So that's what I've been up to at the moment. Okay, so you do everything. I'm <laughs> and like, I don't think that there was a, um, a industry that you didn't just cover. So I love that. <laughs> well, law, you know, law is something one of my best friends is an entertainment lawyer, and I did a business law degrees, but broadcasting telecommunications and writing a PR uh, broadcasting uh, magazine newspaper writing I did in college with a minor in law, and I graduated with honors and went on to be a personal trainer and work on television for five years with that while I, that's when I did the pageant. So, uh, you know, moving on from that, the skincare was with my hearing, I thought that would be a great transition. Being in a closed room, aesthetics was something that I loved. Working in television, I did The Price is Right, direct TV, multiple commercials. So I really felt like, what can I do in a room where I, I can hear people and still work on beauty and touch people, and uh, which is what I love. I love people. So yes, aesthetics has been a wonderful transition in my life later on. I and then it. real estate, which is part of my family business, which just comes naturally, which I just love as well. All the things, all the things. <laughs> but I want to know about how you got started in pageantry. You said that you got started late. Um, so kind of what introduced you to that? I know you mentioned that you were in television and that you'd seen, you know, Halle Berry and um, all these other amazing women who had been through the USA system and had, um, you know, benefited from it. But kind of who was your introduction? How were you introduced? Um, how many times did you compete? Kind of walk us through that. Well, I'm not sure if you, uh, you know, a Queen's Conversation, Jimmy is one of my good friends for 25 years and coach and he laughed at me because I came in in a track suit like to Miss USA <laughs> my track suit that I wear in volleyball you know I'm like I was on this partial scholarship I was so excited so for me I was not a pageant 
perfect person. And I was the underdog, as they all call me. However, when I look back on that, yes, I was a pageant underdog, but I came in with a working contract on television every single day uh, within, with a degree. I was one of the old ones, if you will. <laughs> I took my fingers up quotes because now the age limit has been lifted. I was 26, already graduated, so I wasn't aspiring to be anything. I already had a brand. I was working in television. I knew what I wanted, and I was already there, and I wanted to continue that. That's a tough challenge. When you see these girls that come in, these ladies that are working designers, fighter pilots, all of this now, uh, they have a brand and they have a career and they have experience. So that is a tough challenge for all the ladies now. I give I give you that. So back then I didn't realize, yes, I was in I was not pageant perfect. However, I saw it as being a conduit for me to possibly get William Morris representation in Los Angeles and continue my career, which I ended up staying with them and a commercial agent for another 15 to 18 years, which was fabulous. Only because you have to book work. They don't keep you just because you were Miss USA. <laughs> I had four auditions when I was home as Miss USA, only four because you travel the whole time. So it's kind of ironic. How are you supposed to work these gigs? Now in the, you know, online, everything is completely different. So you can book things by your, by everything on so back then, uh, I booked a direct TV on the way out of it, which was wonderful. So I worked in television, but getting into it, you know, I wasn't a pageant. Pro- I said, they're, they're either going to love me for who I am or not, you know, okay. and I, no one really knew who I was, ladies. Back then, we had to be there for three weeks. It was long. Wow. We had to have, talk about you 20 outfits. Now I was just talking to one of the girls going to be in Colorado, you know, okay, 20 outfits because there's four to six outfits a day, you know, you do, you know, and I was up against Miss Cal. California, Shauna Gamble, who had been a Miss Teen USA. I was up against these girls that would come out in Gucci and Fendi head to toe at 6 a.m. You know, I'm like, okay, Woo, okay, here's my tracksuit again. You know, so, but it was rehearsals. I thought to myself, if there are no judges, if there is no press, you know, do I really need to be worrying about what outfits to wear? Because I know what I can wear towards the end of it. So I was, I joke with Jimmy, I was wearing like changing scarves with the dresses that I had, you know. So, Yes, now they're taking pictures of you. You are on camera constantly. It is challenging. However, I did not have all of that. I spent the $2,000 that I was given from my state, all towards, excuse me, my allergies, all towards my dress and my shoes. So I put everything towards finals and just did what I could to get through the appearances for the three weeks that I was there. And I'm really telling you, ladies, if there's no one there watching that's judging or press or anything to worry about, you know, I'm not saying you should be a schlunkadunk. I'm saying that, you know, worry about the, the few days before the pageant when you're on stage and you're rehearsing and you're doing those things and you know that there's cameras on, which mostly there are now. Um, You know, you got to have it shit together. So you, I call it the game face. You have the game face on. So, yeah, I came in without all of that experience and I really molded myself to the best of my ability to the pageant world. However, I still kept myself the best that I could to say, you know what, they're either going to like this jock and this inexperienced pageant person or not, but I'm ready to work. I'm here to work. And that's really what the job is about. You're going to work and be a spokesperson and ambassador, which I was for 32 charities for that entire year. So it was fabulous. I'm sure, Elizabeth, I went on a, a little bit on that one. So. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh, that's perfect for a podcast. This is great. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I want to know, you know, what was your favorite phase of competition while you were competing? 
my favorite phase of competition, a phase you, you said, okay. Yes. I'm hearing impaired. Favorite phase, you know what? I was a personal trainer working in television. So you guys know, I thought if I don't get up top in the top in swimsuit, I'm going to be really bummed, you know? <laughs> and I, I was a full-on jock though. I was really muscular, you know? So even the end of that, they, you know, we showcased Speedo, which is so fun. I just showed up that on my Instagram, which was hilarious. I showed Jimmy recording it and send it to me. I'm like, oh, I forgot that we actually had Speedo and I did this funny little montage so uh you know and i don't even play basketball i had some other person from around the world send me when we were wearing shack shoes size 22 wow. and an appearance all of the girls the 90 of us at miss universe had to go and shoot basketball so oh with with size 22 shoes on so it was so hilarious <laughs> and i did i didn't even make a basket and of course like angola the, whoever was next to me i wish i could quote quote her properly i don't remember she like nailed the shot you know so of course i'm like playing volleyball i could do fine and running track all the other things basketball wasn't my thing so the favorite phase was swimsuit is what I was hoping for being a personal trainer uh evening gowns since I put everything in that it was a custom-made gown I was really excited he made my brooch the necklace which is the super blingy thing it was really fun um for which later I I was able to acquire that back I let my my dress owner uh keep the dress to show it in the shop and and hang in the front window and he got robbed his entire shop got robbed so i i lost my miss usa dress and, and he's fabulous if i ever get married again i'll probably go back and have him do my dress because i just think he's so special mm -hmm. uh so, you know, the face that was, uh, you know, the talking was kind of a funny thing for me, because if you'd write it down, it would look really silly and ridiculous and I, ridiculous. And I got mocked and teased and all sorts of things afterwards. And that's what happens with cyberbullying that happens now. My mom was on chats like Sean answered everything perfect. You were like, what were you thinking? You know, in the press release, I think for my final question. It was to put three things in a time millennium capsule to be opened up a thousand years later. And I thought, oh, I kind of rolled my eyes. You know, I wanted to not be pageant rehearsed, you know, and that's what's tough when you're up there for, you know, you're there for three weeks to still seem fresh, mm -hmm. especially if you have so much pageant experience. So, you know, I just kind of rolled my eyes like, oh my gosh, you know, so uh, Sean and I both said the same thing about our laptop computer. That's when that, that was just starting back then in 25 years and we didn't have Google and all of that. So uh, I, I had Frederick, the Victoria's Secret model, as one of my judges. Okay, the celebrity judges we had. I, James Cameron, I had. I had Nancy Kerrigan. I had Frederick. Like I, we, and it was over an ice rink. So they just put this plastic topper on top of the floor. So everyone was freezing, okay, the entire time. So I just looked down at everyone and I said, well, my flannel sheets. You know, just like everyone laughed because... Because I was in Miss Massachusetts, I was like, oh, because everyone's freezing it. And I said some clothing article of the 90s, something feminine, because I was looking at Frederick. And I didn't mean to mean like lingerie or underwear or something. So they just twisted it into that, which was hilarious at the at the press conference after. I'm like, what did I say? Underwear? Like, what do you guys mean? So it's just, you know, everything is just exaggerated and exasperated. And, and I mean... You just have to take who you are and go, well, I just said what I said, and I'm never going to claim to be perfect. And where, what do we do next? Where's the job that I, you know, and I was Trump's first winner. I knew there was a huge transition. I was living in Los Angeles, and then I was going by coastal every week to his office in New York. I, I, I you know, I was all over the place. So it was, it was awesome. I had a, the CEO, Molly Miles. Uh, I had a wonderful crew in Los Angeles and then got to meet the East Coast crew. So I really had to two different experiences and I take everything despite ups and downs as just learning experiences. And I had a wonderful time. 
I love it. I love it. And I want to hear about your Miss Universe experience too. You know, what was that like? Um, you know, you mentioned the, the, uh, appearance that you guys did where you were shooting basketballs. Like, um, what is that week or multiple weeks at that point like? And, you know, what were, what were your big takeaways? Oh, uh, okay. I know if I'm beeping my hearing it. I, wow. So it was in Hawaii, which was our home ground. And I obviously being this USA, having 5,000 people, this was back when people showed up. I mean, it was, amazing everywhere that we went. Uh, meeting uh, about 11 countries I got up the 90 to became close friends with. Indiana, Lee Marana, Wendy Fitzwilliam, the winner. I ended up traveling the world with her and doing, doing carnival with Wendy. Just messaged her and Brooke actually about this whole Paula incident, which I really would rather not get into, but everyone knows what's going on. I've known Paula for 25 years, so I know the truth. Uh, so Wendy and I became close friends and we just missed Russia too. All of us really missed Venezuela. There's so much pressure. South Africa too. There, there's so much pressure for some of these countries. And I started to realize that being so blessed as Miss USA, I just was hoping to make top 10 to, to represent us well. These countries go back with armed guards outside their homes. Okay. So, and if they don't receive, you know, or get top three, some of them that are very popular countries, they don't get received while coming home. So there's a lot of pressure. Some of them are a lot younger than I was. So I just had such a wonderful time hoping to make top 10. And when I did, it was just like this heartwarming, wow, you know, uh, I'm doing okay. And these are Amazons. I'm literally was five, like a little under five, eight, they're, you know, six inch heels. So I just wanted to bond with the experience of these women and support them and the ones that I knew had a chance and saying, don't, don't let all this get to you. And, and Joyce Gerard and Puerto Rico, she's one of my Really good friends too. We talk on the time online. So, you know, and she was giving out flags, you know, while she's like, Shane, you know, giving flags. And she was like, excuse me, excuse me. And I know, like, she was just so on and I love her. And, you know, even Venezuela, Varushka, she actually gave me a golf shirt. And I know Vedrushka, if she hears this, probably not. She's like, please don't tell anyone, Miss Yusa. She called me Miss Yusa, Miss Yusa, everywhere we went, because we went in line chronologically on appearances. So she actually gave me a golf shirt. So I felt like really cool. So, you know, she was 19 back then and I was 26. So I just was like, girls, you just have a blast. Like, you're amazing. Be you. I remember looking up at Wendy in top five, like, this is it. You could just see that glow that was that bubble around her and I just looked up at her like you have got this you know and when she gave her title up I actually went to Trinidad and stayed in a room with her when she was and like just hung out with her and we just had so much fun my family came too so you know relationships are built and you just support each other you maybe you'll turn to somebody and they'll just turn the other way it's okay that's their way of of being um turn to the next person and they may just need a hug you know and it was a wonderful takeaway of just that the country was supportive, the world was supportive, and I, I made top 10, and then I was able to support the girls, and the winners were who they should have been, because it was a great administration. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. And I want to hear about, you know, you mentioned earlier that you worked with 32 charities, which is wild during your year. So I want to hear about, you know, what that was like, what your main focus mm-hmm. was during your year, and mm-hmm. just walk us through that. Okay, so thank you for asking that question, because most of the time, you know, we come in expecting that we're going to have maybe three breast cancer was definitely ovarian cancer, 
uh, I forget, I think Wendy, there there was three that we, you know, obviously breast cancer and ovarian were, was our top platform. However, Trump, you know, bought into this. I went to the office in New York the first time and he he was a little taken back. Like, what am I going to do with you? Uh, you're not a, su- you're not a supermodel. I, like you're not a model. He didn't say supermodel. Obviously he said, you're not a model. I have a fashion agency here. I'm not sure what to do. You know, wh- what is it you want to do? And I said, well, if you turned on the television at 7am every morning, I'm actually on TV five days a week. So I can actually talk and exercise at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not just, not just talk and walk, you know, the time. so I just joked with him and he looked at me like, like, you know, I just went, well, I, I, this is what I do. <laughs> And I said, I'm a jock. I was a division one volleyball player, graduate honors. This, 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 this is what I do. What can I do? I, you know, instead of just going for breast cancer, yes, I'll talk about it. Can I run in the race? You know, can I do this? Can I actually be active? What can I do? And so he said, you know what? And I told him, I'll do anything athletic that you have. And he said, okay, I worked with Special Olympics. I, I bowled with foster kids with one of the Roberts, Dewey Roberts' brother. I I literally golfed in every tournament possible that was a charity for something. I mean, I ran on the race of the cure. I actually did. I could, my dad passed away, unfortunately, during that year. And they gave, I was able to go home three days out of the 365 for that. However, my birthday, I was in New York City and I had the day off and that I did the appearance for the race for the cure and accept the race was the next day and they gave me a choice to stay and post to coming back to LA to run in the race and actually be off camera. And I wish they would have re- recorded that because there was one man that was in like with 3000 women. There was one man and I like ran with him like, you've got this, you know, like woo! just that there was a man that had breast cancer and he was very proud. So, um, you know, I it was unique, I think, in that aspect that I told Trump I wanted to do whatever there was athletic and he certainly kept me busy. <laughs> and to walk away with that was like really cool. So I, I can tell you it was an amazing experience and that was fun. I love it. I love it. And for our final question, I want to know your biggest um, lesson or takeaway that you got from your year as Miss USA. That can be controversial, you know, in a way that I was the first one that I, I was told to leave with a working contract in television. So, uh, you know, Trump and the, the company, Molly Miles, the CEO, looked at me, sat me down at the very last month and said, Shawnee, uh, you know, you've got a working contract. We're very proud of you. This is all we could have hoped for. You're the first in 47 years to actually to leave with a job. Um, and I just was shocked and proud. And they said, okay, well, I want, we are, we're going to give you a finder's fee contract um, that to get, you know, 5% of everything that you do for the next couple of years. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Wait, well, yeah. <laughs> I went, oh, oh, that was at the last month of my contract or my last month. And all due respect, I I just looked and it was the most, it was the biggest professional decision that I had ever been confronted with yeah. uh, to stand up for myself in a way. And I just said, you guys, I don't think this is appropriate. I think if you get the girls coming in, they have that that's, it makes sense because now the, the, the pageant is shifting. If they're working awesome, that makes sense. If you're going to help them, what are you going to do? Uh, you know, besides the agency, like, are you going to be a manager in a way? Managers get 15%, agents get 10%, my attorney gets 5%, I'm in a 30% tax bracket. So this is how much I take home. So what is, what part of that 5% are you going to, besides just that I miss USA? Um, nowadays, it's much different. So yes, you are on camera. I mean, you have a social media handle that is, you know, amazing. But back then, I, we didn't have that. So I'm not sure what part that me later, you know, they I was actually up for, up for Trista for The Bachelorette, and they were 
wanting me to be ready and available for press. However, they didn't want me to be a press. It was very confusing what they wanted as a former title holder. So I didn't see that to my advantage necessarily. So, um, and Molly, my CEO, I just said, I don't think I can do this. And she just said, okay, I had to ask, do you have a good lawyer? I'm proud of you. <laughs> so she gave me her, her best lawyer, Tom Feynman and, I, he redlined my contract for DirecTV for six weeks. I got my wardrobe, first class, all these wonderful things because I stood up for myself and Molly respected me and so did the, the organization and they understood. So I'm sure from then on, there's there are finder's fees for the pageant since then, the last 25 years. And rightfully so. I think they probably, they do a lot for them afterwards. Um, and it's amazing. However, back then was a different thing. So that was the scariest and most impactful personal and professional decision that I had to make. And I Ah, I still get, it makes me like sweat, sweat about it, thinking about it, because I respected all of the people that I worked for at the organization very much at that time. So um, that, that, that was a good one. Yeah. What a good lesson to learn too, just to like learn how to advocate for yourself, like at the professional level. I, mean, I feel like that's a lot of, yeah. you know, I don't feel like women learn that often enough. And so I love that that was one of your big takeaways because that is yeah. the great life skill to have. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you are professional about it. I mean, there was no sour tongue. There was nothing. I understood it. They understood it was, it was such a wonderful interaction and things can, can be that way. Negotiations happen. You are confronted with things you're not comfortable with and it's how you handle it and how you face adversity and and then move on to whatever the next phase is you never know on the way up who you're going to meet on the way down and that's exactly what you always need to remember is you don't want to burn the bridges and you want to be tactful in things that you do and you know and enjoy the process love that absolutely absolutely well thank you so much shawnee for coming on and chatting with me about you know your journey and your experience in pageantry and um you know just telling us a little bit about you well thank you i would know i was a wrench to the system however i do support the girls you know silently and i'm going to get on more often i think and uh and just help out the best i can because it is shifting obviously very much and uh just support all the girls out there just be you be you and uh thanks elizabeth for having me of course, of course. And I will see the rest of you guys on our next episode. Bye, y'all. Thanks. Bye.